Internet friends, my name is Adam, and this is a Get Pipe podcast where we love to pipe. And today, well, as always, I am joined by my good friend Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, sup, man. Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? I feel really relaxed right now. Oh, I feel the complete opposite. You feel... Dude, today has just been a day. We've had a cumulative... Probably about two and a half to three hours of a child blood curdling screaming. So my blood pressure is about I don't know what's bad. But it's <laughs> it's one ninety over sixty one. Yeah. Whatever no whatever it is, but uh so just coming coming down off that. So the producer wife and I are it's been a day. So I'm glad to be glad to be talking to you, brother. <laughs> Dude. Uh, we want kids, but like, then I think of that. And I don't love that. Yeah. It, and you're going to say things like, oh, it's, you know, it's so small aspect worth <laughs> it in the end. Like, it's a beautiful thing. And then it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about how I didn't have that today. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool that that didn't happen yeah. today. And obviously that thought goes through my head a lot, but it's like, you know, it's it's one of those things that hopefully, you know, and obviously people have different situations with their life where like, you know, that ultimately we, we, we can plan in our heads, you know, we'll, our kids will leave at 18 or 20 or whatever, and they'll be yeah. off to college or trade school or whatever. And life throws something at you, whether it's, you have to be the, you know, you have to be your child's caregiver for their whole life because they have an illness or sickness or whatever it is. Um, but, you know, we hope that <laughs> that point comes a little earlier since we started a little earlier and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those things where it's hard and you get frustrated and, you know, stressed and in the moment it sucks. But when you look back at the grand scheme of what it's been, like you said, I was going to say it. It's good. The 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 good times truly, truly outweigh the bad. Like even today, like there were good times about today where little dude was just running around laughing. I was chasing him and it was just like, it was wholesome, man. It was great. But that's not to say that those hard times are not hard because they are. But anyways, no, enough yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. It's got a little four-ish, day-ish weekend. <laughs> Uh, here a lot of asterisks there but yeah um yeah no just it's today, today's okay it's nice out i feel like the days of washington's uh the rainy days are are they're, they're afoot coming. they're coming soon uh, but right now like it's pretty sunny out and oh yeah we it's only five for me here so dang this little sunset coming oh dude i bought a house oh yeah heck yeah man yeah congratulations like, <laughs> i Oh man, dude, it is like a pipe smoking house. You look at the front of it and True. there's just a porch, a real porch <laughs> that I'm super excited for. Pretty sure uh, it's it's facing the west, so I'll be able to see like the sunsets or something. Oh, um, yeah. Worst case, maybe it's a sunrise or no, worst case, it's like a, the, a, the a north, north <laughs> south facing. <laughs> You're like, no, oh, but, uh, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to post some uh, photos in the uh, the discord. In uh, in the show show uh, references, 
and then uh, let you guys see what we're, what we're working with. And um, yeah, there's a garage. I don't know. Maybe that could be pipe smoky area. Maybe. Yeah. Like if I really Work. want, I, I, I think I won't, but if I wanted to, I could smoke in my office. You know what I mean? Like that's my house. Oh, true, true, true. And that's like really it cool. Is. Like the thought of that, no one's going to tell me what I can and can't do. True. I mean, there's there's been many a times where I'm like, we should just get a, f- a f- filtration filter system. In, in this if you get a right, if you area. get the right one, yeah. they work, but they're just expensive, you know. Oh, so it's yeah. it's an investment, but yeah, man, I I know like uh, what is it? LeBron James, he's got like a huge, <laughs> I mean, industrial Uh-oh. system, so he can smoke cigars in his cigars. House. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But hey, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited. We 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 uh. Dude, house buying is typically really stressful, at least so I hear. Mm. And yeah. we we got a realtor, we got a lender, we sent all the paperwork, and then once we got our pre-approval approved, uh, it was it's pretty simple. There, she sent us the, our uh, realtor yeah. sent her a couple houses. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? Like, eh. And eventually, we're just like, oh, we found this one online. This one's cool, and it's available, right? And they're like, she's like, yeah, I can reach out to them. I'm like, okay. Um, they're like, okay, so it is available. They have a couple offers on the table, but they haven't accepted anything. So we we're like, uh, okay, I guess we'll just offer full price. And they're like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. Dude, three hours later, they accepted it. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess I'm a homeowner. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it, was, it was the most unstressful thing I've ever done. Yeah, and and it's one of those things where, like, it's it's definitely a weird time in the realm of, owning and buying homes oh for sure yeah because where it's like someone wants to sell typically you know i've talked to people they have like they put their house up for sale and within two hours they have six to ten offers type of thing and it's like yeah 30 30, over asking so insane yeah Yeah, we we got very fortunate it was uh significantly below what our budget was um so yeah, it's three little Heck three bed, yeah. three bed, two and a half bath. Got a yard, got a shed, garage, two cars. Dude, yeah, we're we're excited, man. Money. So we'll be going out to a that house in South Carolina in December, and um, Heck yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to be in the South, the Tobacco South. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't, can't East wait. Coast, can't man. East wait. Coast, best coast, dude. Just it really like, is. It really, it really is. is. But yeah, you know what's what's crazy though is the West Coast is actually going to be having this cool thing here in two weeks as of... Actually, as of this episode dropping, one week. Oh, Dude. You're right. Literally one week from the time this airs. Seven days. We will be there. We're talking the Vegas International Pipe Smoking Show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I, um... We're, We're definitely in the end game now. Like, it's... It's we're trying to get all the official stuff together. You know, I think uh, we're trying to ship stuff out to some folks <laughs> out there. We got some, yeah. we got some s- signs coming in this week. We got uh, some stickers coming in. We got we got all this stuff. We got more pocket jars coming. We're stocking. Yeah, them. we got. It's it's really interesting. So the people, like all of you of the the GPPC uh, listening in, we're. We're balancing two things. So we are both going as exhibitors and also attendees. So we have full intent of walking the entire show floor, speaking with all the people, all the exhibitors. That said, we also wanted to 
use the opportunity of the Vegas Pipe Show to promote the content, promote the Get Pipe podcast, uh, the Get Pipe YouTube channel. Uh, you know, just just producer guy and I, uh, our personalities and and meet, network, and, and have fun. So it's going to be interesting. So we put a lot of time and money into building what we think is going to be a pretty cool exhibit. Uh, but also, there's going to be a piece where we're not there, and it's just two signs True. of like our faces on there or whatever, and we're going to be walking around. But um, And then, of course, on Sunday, we have the social media studio where we will be recording a live show, but you can come and, you know, kind of like I went to a comedy show the other day, and like hecklers are real. So if you want to go do that, absolutely heckle us. Um, but... Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be freaking awesome. It's it's something we've all been looking forward to. I finally, this morning, I woke up, uh, you know, Sunday morning, October 9th, was when we're recording, and my American Express app, uh, or the Delta, whatever it is, was like, hey, your upcoming trip in two weeks is going to be for the Vegas Pipe Show. We booked this back in June. I think they announced yeah. it, and then two or three days later, we, we had booked everything. We're talking hotel, you know, rental, car, and, you know, everything, tickets. So yeah, man, we're it's it's coming down, and and a, a big thing here is, I know you guys have all heard about it so many times on every single other person's podcast, but but I just want to reiterate this is this is for you know the listener, this is for the pipe smoker. You know, it's not a it's not a show where we're here to make money or sell um, products or this is something we will do and it's something we will purchase as products from other people, but it's all about the community. So. Uh, you know, moving forward, we hope that you're there at the Vegas Pipe Show. You're at the, the, you know, the Chicago Show, the Capital Land Pipe Show, whatever pipe show. It's, it's these pipe shows that that keep the hobby going. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we are we are so so freaking excited, and we're gonna do our best on our end to bring this show, this Vegas show, to you for for the folks who can't be there. Uh, I actually just purchased a badass uh, camera. It's like a I'm gonna bring my full camera, but I have a almost like a, it's like a gopro it's a different brand mm. uh, uh one that i actually prefer more and i'm gonna have like a little chest strap so we can like get like some cool pov shots we'll have like a um have like a little selfie stick thing that i can you know show nick and i and what we're looking at so you guys will be seeing a lot of content uh, and it's got this cool feature where you can like wi-fi or airdrop or bluetooth something to my phone so all of that stuff should be uploaded uh, pretty quickly as opposed to my regular camera which we'll be making for you know the, a, a more conclusive YouTube video but uh, yeah my, my point is we're, we're gonna get you the content we're gonna get you uh, the ins and outs of the show and we'll, we'll make sure to maybe have like a you know a, a Instagram live at night one of the nights and, and give you guys our thoughts and we can just have a chat so yeah sure. Vegas Pipe Show man it's gonna be an amazing thing for the pipe community and I'm so so excited it really is again um if you want all the details, head over to VegasPipeShow.com. But it will be October 21st to the 23rd of 2022. Um, so if you're listening in the future, hopefully there's another one in 2023 and 2024 and 2025 and so on and so forth. Um, but we are just quite excited. Um, quite excited for all of it. But yeah, man, what else What else we got going on? We... Uh, we got some we got some fun stuff and some uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for newsletter type stuff not not the piping hot monthly not not that newsletter that we're we do once a month but some other ones what what do we got man yeah so the 
while we're while I have you here, if you do want to subscribe to our newsletter, the Piping Hot Monthly, it's a newsletter that we will send out, which is basically a recap of the past month and then a, a looking forward, uh, the the insight on what's to come in the following month, and that goes live every single first of the month. And it started this October, and it will ideally continue forever. Uh, the rest of the time, yes. the rest of Get Pipe time. So make sure to go on to getpipe.co and there will be a link somewhere. You'll you'll be able to find it and, and subscribe to that. It's just once a month, so you're not going to get bombarded with ads or anything. It's it's literally just just a Get Pipe thing. But that said, there is several other newsletters out there to a degree. Uh, of course, we know the Briar Report. Uh, we've talked about it on the show before, and I believe a Real Recommends Real or something something of that sort, maybe just the tip segment. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know, Briar Report is a weekly newsletter about all things pipe smoking. And he also has a daily uh, blog, which he calls Blob. And uh, yeah, he's, he's his name's Phil, the editor at, at uh, Briar Report. And it's just 100% on his own and just, you know, absolutely crushes the, the pipe smoking content and does his best to share, you know, the, the weekly ins and outs of the, of the community. And, and very fortunately, you, the YouTube channel, Get Piped, was, was featured in the last two pipe smoking show videos, one where it talks about why you should necessarily attend one and the other one being some kind of like some survival tips uh, my recommendations on how to make the most and, and succeed in your first pipe show or maybe maybe you went to a couple and you feel like you're broke every time so you know, this one would be for you as well but both videos were featured on the on the Briar report and uh, there's there's links to click so yeah it was pretty cool it was really really nice thing of, of phil to do for me uh, and I know I'm trying to get that content out there and, and I think they're good, man. They're, they were fun to make. So, and it's just like this October Excellent. pipe show season. So, and, and I'll also add that it's not like, like the content isn't useless if you're, if you're not going, if you're never going to go, like it was more just to give, it's still an entertainment first piece. Um, but you know, it just gives right, you a little right. insight on, on a show. And, and, and of course, as we've been talking about it, we're, we're big into to, to the pipe show, especially in October right now, but. Uh, also, not yet released as of recording, uh, the NASPC Pipe Collector. The Pipe Collector is a, I, I think it's it's really a magazine, um, and NASPC is the North American so- Society of Pipe Collectors. Uh, well, they have this bi-monthly newsletter. So every two months, they drop a, a newsletter magazine, however you want to call it. They got an e-print, e-print version and then a physical print version. Uh, I'm waiting for the, the physical one and it's like for 20 bucks a, a year, I think it's something like that. You get these six issues and yeah, get piped myself. will be, uh, inside the, the next newsletter, the, the October issue. I'll have, um, True. a full article about something super, super special to us. Uh, something special and important to me, uh, inside. So I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to see that. I'm not going to give a ton of information right now. And I know a lot of you probably are not. Uh, subscribed and won't be subscribed uh, but once it does go live uh, probably November is when I'll release it to um, I'll probably post it on the website or something the getpipe.co for you guys to to see and read for those who aren't subscribed but I do highly recommend it there's there's people who write articles for it all the time this thing has been going on for for I believe decades at this point um, and uh, yeah it's a, it's a great piece of pipe smoking lore that needs to keep going and I, I was like hey I'd love to contribute and they loved my article and should be on this October edition. Heck yeah, dude. I can't wait to see it. Um, I, I guess I could 
technically read it. I think I have access to it. <laughs> you absolutely can. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but um, just very excited for that. Great stuff for Get Piped. Great stuff for the pipe community in general. And we got some great stuff today on this episode. We got a little freehand fable written little. by little yeah strap in folks uh i'm not gonna say who it's written by because you'll be able to tell <laughs> by the end of it <laughs> but all right let's uh let's get in don't know what freehand fable is it's sort of our i shouldn't say sort of it is our long form written uh, series that we have on the get pipe podcast it is it has a somewhat side focus on pipes but but the focus is more so on the writing with with some nuances of pipes and tobacco pipe smoking all that stuff um, but it's just really our opportunity to kind of expound upon our desire to write and bring this fantasy aspect to the pipe community, um, to get piped in general. So um, today we have one written by none other, none other than our friend, Get Piped, Adam himself. And it is a, it's a pretty long one. Um, but before uh, we get into that, Adam, do you have, do you have anything you want to add? Not a ton, man. I think Freehand Fables, just to, to reiterate, it was the idea of this came from my, the vision came from my enjoyment of reading, you know, frankly, Lord of the Rings. Uh, I remember I remember reading it back when we had just started the, the Get Pipe podcast. And I was like, man, this is just like one of the greatest things is when you're reading about pipe smoking in text. And it's just, it's so enjoyable because uh, it's it's so rare, and of course we're all huge fans of, of of pipe smoking, and so when you find it inside the text of any kind of text, it's it's just kind of like special. And I was thinking that it doesn't have to be, it just like you said, it doesn't have to be like a, a major focal point. You know, we're we're talking right. about Frodo, and he just pops out a pipe, and it's like, wow, this is great. I love this, even if it's just a one liner, and it means nothing to the to the grand scheme of the story. Uh, so, so that's kind of where freehand fables came from. It, it stemmed from that. I was like, I enjoy, enjoy reading about it. I'd love to try it myself. And, uh, yeah, so each of these short stories will have pipes and tobacco in some capacity. They might, might have more of a meaning than, you know, just a character smoking at one time. And then the rest of the story is something else. But, uh, yeah, well, we'll see what happens in, in, in this, this particular one. This is kind of, a. a We'll we'll go over my thoughts at the very end and how I drew um, my conclusions to make this piece. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on in this one, and I'm I'm pretty excited for you guys to to hear it. Let me know what you think at the very end. Sounds good, man. So this one 
today is called David. Tripping up the stairs, David pulled himself up the banister as the dry wooden staircase creaked and cracked with each step from beneath him. The bottle in his opposite hand was empty, though that was little known to him at the time. Darkness filled his eyes as he stumbled into his bedroom. Empty and lonely, the room sat hauntingly still. With the blinds protecting the night of the room from the rising outside sun, David shut his eyes, which stung as they closed, attempting to rehydrate. His weary head kept his mind from resting. Hither and thither it raced with thoughts of days long past. David's wife had died four years back, and the house seemed to have only sat idle ever since. David himself sat idle ever since. Adeline had a magic about her. The two often kept to each other, and together their home was a home. The pair took great delight in one another's company. Daily, they'd cook fantastic meals, read by the open fire, share coffee in the morn, and solve puzzles at night. They, too, would often walk about their property, enjoying the open air, several acres they owned and wandered through. Small beaten paths from their countless walks together formed all throughout their acreage. For 40 years, they roved such trails together, though now these trails lie in shadow. Overgrown from brush and bramble have outstretched and blocked the amini, a many footpath <laughs> that were once so frequented. David knew this not, as he hadn't walked the property in four years. The passing of his dear Adeline fell grim upon him. A man who was thought to be short with emotions found nothing but pain once she was gone. In their lifetime together, he of course loved her immensely, though he struggled to show it outside of mere words of affirmation. Simply, he was a man of small word and emotion. Now, in his coffin of a home, he curses his past self for the many things he wished he had said to her. Lying atop his king mattress, though no different now than a twin, save in size, David clutched his heart and wept. The room spun as it did every night, and all alone, he cursed once more. He awoke still and dark some many hours later. His head ached and his joints creaked as he rose and moved toward the blackout curtains. With a great effort, he parted the heavy cloth this way and that, and the late afternoon sun came pouring into the bedroom as the shadows cowered and recoiled. The sun's warmth touched his face, and a fragment of comfort entered his body. David sighed a heavy sigh. Making his way back to his bedside table, he reached for the bottle of whiskey that he had been working on the night before. However, as he outstretched his hand to grip it, he found the bottle to be empty. Perhaps a sign, he thought, though he cursed it at the same time. With another sigh, he made for the shower. After cleaning himself up and getting dressed, he grabbed his wallet and keys and went downstairs to the garage. His old Ford pickup screamed as the engine endeavored to start at the turning of the key. After several attempts, the engine turned. He backed out of his garage and turned down the dirt road from his property toward town. 
Looking in his rear view, he eyed the dormant house. Still, it sat, motionless and empty. He turned his eyes back to the road. The commute to the package store was just 20 minutes. No music sounded as he made the drive. David, whether preferring it or not, drove in silence. He pulled into the parking lot, but not before noticing a lack of vehicles to his surprise. The grip around the steering wheel strengthened. The truck pulled up to the storefront. Through the windows, nothing stirred. The lights out. The sorry were closed sign hanging. David cursed. Checking his watch, it read, Sunday, the 19th, 1458. The liquor store was closed this Sunday and every Sunday before and after. David shook his head. As his foot led up off the brake pedal and transitioned over to the gas, another vehicle rolled up beside him. The man with the puzzling look on his face rolled down his window and waved at David. David, too, rolled down his window, though not with the press of a button, but the physical handle to control the height of his driver window door. Door window, excuse me. What do you need, son? David asked with a rasp in his voice. <laughs> Okay, let me read you that. <laughs> what do you need, son? David asked with a rasp in his voice. Hi, Ter, sir. Am I to understand that Ter isn't a drinking on Sundays out here? The man asked with a baffling chuckle. <laughs> this being the third place I've tried today, and it can't be past five in the evening, he said as he looked at his watch. Well, you're not from around here. David noticed the Irish accent on the young man in the seemingly Irish tweed suit he was carelessly wearing. In this small town, nearly everything is closed on Sunday. David, too, checked his watch again, looking at the Sunday once more. Seems as if I forgot that myself. No good. There must be a public house around these parts. I could use a pint if you could point me in the right direction. Uh, there's a small plaza not too far from here that should have a bar to open for food and drink this evening. Just a 15-minute walk south from here. Look up Golden Brook Plaza, and you'll find a place to quench that thirst of yours. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm afraid it's true. I'm not from around here, and my phone has been dead for over an hour now. I have no charger on me. Care to lead me there, sir? After all, it... Appear you're probably a bit thirsty too. And as they say, two people shortened the road. The young man spoke in such earnestness. David was taken aback. He opened his mouth to speak, but said nothing. He hadn't thought of companionship in years. The man nodded his head with a great smile on his face. Sensing David's apprehension, he continued, Oh, come on, it'll be great. This evening is just too beautiful to spend in isolation. Plus, you know the way and I don't, he laughed and parked his car. Something moved David in that moment. Still silent, he placed the vehicle in park. He remembered his long walks with his wife many years gone now and wondered if he could even get himself to move that far. David was not in poor health necessarily, though he did have aches and pains in his legs and knees in his older age. The young man energetically approached David as he turned the truck off and opened the door.
With his hand extended out, he in- introduced himself. I am Podrick. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to keep it. I'm Podrick of, Con- of County Cork. The two men shook hands. David. You said that as I'm an sh- Indian. David unsure but with a smile David David of this town Podrick laughed alright friend shall we I'm in need of a pint so let us head on Uh, of, of course said David though still in question as the two started off toward the bar, Podrick explained that he had recently moved from Ireland. David was quite interested in his tale, though was still short with his own words. As Podrick, a talkative lad, continued to tell his tale, he reached into his coat pocket and pulled out a, a small bent wooden smoking pipe with a black acrylic stem and metal accent around the connection point of the wood and stem. He stopped on the sidewalk as he pulled out a match and lit the pipe. A great smile of wonder fell on David's face. He had never seen a pipe smoke in today's age. As a boy, he would see it every now and again, here and there, but such days seemed so far removed. Pardon me, Mr. David. I hope you don't mind me pipe as we walk. Not at all, he said with hidden delight within. The smell of the tobacco was enchanting at that moment. The sweet and even rustic essence of the smoke filled the air about them and followed as they walked. Podrick casually meddled with the pipe as they walked, but for the most part, let the piece hang from his jaw as he talked. Such a beautiful pipe that is. David made an effort to compliment his acquaintance. He did mean it, though he was not used to sending compliments. Why, thank you, my good friend. David, if you've not smoked this tobacco, it's mighty delicious. And I'm sure you shall by night's end. I've never smoked a pipe, and I'm afraid I don't have one myself. A sense of regret followed his words. He never smoked anything, save a cigar now and again many years back. Trust me, friend. After a few pipes, I'll need a smoke break. I'll fill you up a bowl, and you can try mine. Plus, I have another in my car somewhere, I'm sure of it. David and Podrick arrived at a small dive bar, and Podrick turned, upturned his pipe and placed it back in his tweed coat pocket. He opened the door and waved his new friend in before him. And within, a very unlikely pair of gentlemen had a wonderful time. David opened up about his woes and loneliness. Podrick listened with an incredibly caring ear. In just a few short hours, the once stranger seemed to be one of the closest friends that David had ever had. At length, the two made their way outside. Again, Podrick pulled out his pipe. He cleaned out the tobacco from before and then filled it anew with a small pouch of tobacco he carried with him. David, sir, you've a lot on your mind. I know a great pain burdens you. But, and very respectfully, we as men must muster on. I find great ease when I smoke my pipe. I know it sounds quite silly, but have a puff or two. It's quite wondrous. David took his pipe in his hand and puffed. The flavor was candied and the scent was kind. His heart felt fuller. 
Perhaps not from the pipe nor the smoke, but maybe from the experience. The uncertainty of the night, the good food and drink, the fellowship, the togetherness. David and Podrick began their walk back to their vehicles as they discussed the ins and outs of pipe smoking. David's interest grew so strong just that evening. Podrick did his best to answer all of his questions. When the two made it back to the parking lot, they exchanged numbers and shook hands. David got into his truck and turned it on. The truck roared and the engine turned on the first attempt. Podrick was rummaging through a bag in his passenger seat and then returned with something in his hand. He then handed David a small, albeit well-smoked, corn cob pipe and a leather bag filled with pipe tobacco. It's not much, my friend, but you'll need it the next time we're on the session. I'll call you in the morning and I'll walk you through the packing process. You take care now, David. Podrick then returned to his vehicle and drove off as he waved out the window. David placed the pipe in his mouth and drove home, clenching the piece in his teeth. He imagined it smoking, filling the cab of his vehicle with that sweet essence from earlier. He smiled. As he entered his home, he made his way to the bedroom with his pipe still clenched. He pranced up the stairs. End. Wow, brother, dude, you got a you got a you got a good narration to you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Damn, I appreciate it, dude. Whew, a lot to. I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. There is. I know you might need some water. Take a. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to had to do a quick uh, clear clearing of the f- throat phlegm. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's gross. Ugh. Uh, Let's uh let's let's hear I want to hear what you were going uh like what was going through your head kind of writing this like um what what was going on maybe a little bit about who David is and uh then I'll I'll ask some questions kind of what I thought. Yeah. So I I don't know what a lot of noise is coming out of my mouth right now but not a lot of words, right? Classic. I, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I, I had wanted, bit, wanted to do a, a fable since the very first fable we did, right? And I've, I've messed around with some short, shorter story kind of stuff like this since. And coming to this one, I, I wanted to, I, I started with the theme first, right? So, so I had a couple that I, I was like, this isn't going to fit what, we're, what I'm trying to communicate, at least today, at least what I'm feeling today. Uh, but, but with this one, I was thinking that I wanted the the theme here to be the I guess the positive outlook that can come with a smoking pipe. Uh, you know, mm. as we're going into you know the pipe smoking shows and stuff, and that's that that requires a lot of buy in, if you may, like emotional buy into the hobby, which most people are going to have that strong buy in if they're listening to the Get Pipe podcast just just by virtue True. of listening to a pipe podcast, like. You probably already have that buy-in, but what I did want to do is kind of create a a character who is getting into it, is 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 kind of like finding it, um, you know. Yeah. And again, we we pipe smokers tend to make pipe smoking into this very elegant, beautiful, like ho- almost holy kind of practice, and 
to a degree it is, but I also wanted to show the other side of it, especially when you're getting into it. It's, 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 it's peculiar. It's a little queer. It's, it, it definitely pulls you in. You're, you're intrigued by it, mm-hmm. but you're not necessarily all about it. So, so we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it in the beginning. So we, we know, obviously he, he, he goes through heartbreak. I mean, several years prior. Um, and I wanted to kind of make him someone who was struggling and, you know, without after after you hear the story, you meet an energetic man um, and the most peculiar thing about him, you know, aside from it, him being foreign, which I thought was, I wanted to add another piece there um, because, dude, Americans love foreign people. We do, dude. We just we do. You know what I mean? Like like another accent is just all even if you're, you know, from, you know, uh, the south, south, the south, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, or if a south person meets someone from Boston. You know what I mean? Like there's, we really do appreciate um, the peculiarness of a, of another man's accent, another woman's accent. Mm-hmm. So, so he meets an Irishman. What, what better accent is there out there? Uh, and, and, and the other piece on that is he, he smokes a pipe. So that plus he's wearing like a, what a messy tweed suit or something. So I was like, this is a, this is a good Love character that. we can, we can throw in here. Um, but so, so I wanted, I wanted to kind of write it as if, you know, obviously David's, he's stuck, you know, he, something horrible happened to him and he, he just can't, can't let it go. Rightfully so. Like not, not, not to blame that, you know what I mean? And, uh, so he, it, it's written as if he's maybe a drunk, but I, I think in a short story format, I'm more trying to convey that this was just, this just happened to be a harder time. You know, I, I don't want to say that he's been drinking for four years straight, but this this particular day, this particular week, month, even year, is especially hard on him. Um, so he finds in the morning, you know, well, not really his morning, which is actually midday, um, you know, because his sleep schedule is all screwed up from, from, you know, drinking, staying up too late, not being able to sleep, and so forth. Uh, he, he makes his way over to the Packy, the package store, and try to get some more, get some more alcohol. You know, that's, that's kind of his way to fall asleep, right? Not the best way. Um, so again, he's, he's having a, he's having a, a, a trial here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, lost track of time. Doesn't even know it's Sunday. Checks his watch off as it's closed. Uh, he's like, damn it. It's Sunday. Well, I wanted to implement the positive aspect too. So that's where he meets, you know, Podrick, <laughs> uh, who's very energetically looking to, you know, maybe grab some whiskey at the, uh, at the packy, maybe want some pints. I don't know, but Sees a, sees a local, which is, of course, David here. And, you know, that's where they, they meet. And, you know, I, I would imagine Dave, David was about to leave. That's, that's what I'm thinking. He's ready to back, yeah. go home and be even more miserable. But this, like, this such a by chance um, event changes, changes the, the, the course of the story for the better. Um, mm. and, and I don't know if it's permanently. Like, like that's, that's kind of the cool part about writing it. You know, it's... What what we have what what I wrote now is where it ends currently. Maybe it'll continue. Maybe it won't. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like we, we, it, it it leads us into a, a positive light. And um, yeah, I, I hate. I do really dislike the whole pipes make everything better. But it was is more mm. about the experience. Like in in the pipe was like our our center our, our center motif to kind of bridge the gap in the curiosity between. 
um, a bitter older man and a younger fellow. Um, and I just thought it was super interesting where, where the older yeah. guy is learning from the younger guy and, you know, a, a younger guy who doesn't even live in the same area, so not even from the same country. And it was just, a, it was an interesting dynamic. And as, as you read it, it actually worked out way better than I even thought it would. And I thought it worked out pretty good <laughs> writing it, to be honest. But, but uh, I, I thought it came out really, really well. Um, but yeah, man. And he, he leaves that night, you know, with, with some positivity or with some hope. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if he's going to smoke that pipe and it's all going to be better. And now he's got a best friend forever and ever. Or he's like, oh, I don't know how to pack this this fucking thing and i hate it and then gets me maybe angry but uh, i don't know man that that's kind of what i was going with uh i yeah. wanted to introduce it it's a it's a beaten up corn cob that's been smoked a dozen times or whatever the heck i said maybe many times but um he was looking past that he wasn't like oh i need to find the the best pipe ever it was a gift and it was just like here this is what i got take it and here's a little pouch True. what i get in my head what i was thinking what was going to happen was uh podrick is it how do you say P- podrick yeah podrick yeah podrick um wasn't real like have you ever heard oh. of those moments where like someone's at the bar and like oh come on man like let's go we'll i'll take you home or whatever and like they do it and then they look back and like no one's there it's like yeah. a you know it's like a uh for lack of a better term like an angel type of thing so that's that's like as I was kind of going through reading it, that's kind of how I saw Podrick is like, he was, he was kind of like this quote unquote angel kind of bringing, uh, David home, so to speak. You know, there's been moments where, you know, there's stories of people like seeing someone on the road and it's like, they help them out or whatever, it's something weird. That's, that's kind of what I was getting while reading it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I, I, I and so, you know, that David goes home and like, you know, he prants up the stairs. It's kind of Podrick is this character to kind of help um, help David through this hard time, at least in this in this one aspect of the, mm-hmm. of the fable, so to speak. But yeah, otherwise, I, I really enjoyed it, man. Like the <laughs> I like the idea of of um, of Podrick, like having this sort of he's the antithesis of David, so to speak. Like yeah, he's, yeah. he's the complete opposite, which was, well, I shouldn't say complete opposite, but he's, he's very much opposite, at least in terms of personality, which is, I, I view that as a great, um, just storytelling sort of aspect of it. Like having these two completely opposite characters. So. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's essentially what I was going for. Um, and I kind of, the way I write, man, I, I, I got the, I, I steal this idea from Tolkien. Uh, I wrote, or excuse me, I read a, 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 a piece, uh, maybe it was in like his letters, letters to Tolkien book. Um, but essentially someone wrote to, to Tolkien about, um, what the, I think we've talked about it too, maybe in passing, but I'll go a little bit deeper. A fan wrote to him asking what the uh, the helm or the the crown of Gondor looked like. Uh, mm. Someone was very curious about that. Uh, do you remember? Do, do we talk about this? We did. We did briefly, and he was like, "I don't know." Yeah, 
Like yeah. he, he literally was like, whatever you want it to be. <laughs> essentially, he sketched something up and he's like, I think it might look like this. And then like tried to explain why he thought that. And it's like, dude, you are the creator. Whatever you say is what is it, what it is. is. And I, I loved how he built his world, um, all of his stories to like it, it's he's a reporter. And, and, and I like that. And that's kind of what I was going for here. So I won't even say no, like, mm. you know, Podrick wasn't a you know uh a, a, a heavenly figure or like a fairy figure or something like if that's like like i don't know you know what i mean like i, I like your extrapolation mm, there um i, I really yeah. do like that so i'm curious um as as folks are listening um what they think and you know like what you think where you think the story will go or or whatnot and and i find that yeah. that's super interesting because that's exactly what we're I'm, I'm literally taking what Tolkien did and i'm just like okay this is my intent <laughs> these are the words that happened um what you know is what I know, essentially. Like, yeah. so we can talk about it together and try to come up yeah. with ideas and why things are the way they were. But yeah, yeah. I um, man, as I was reading this, I was like, "This is so sad." Like, and and as you know, as obviously guys who are married and stuff, like this is like, you know, this is the kind of stuff that when I think about, I like want to stop thinking about. You know, like. It's, yeah. it's those thoughts. I call them like, I don't know, like just like they come in your, they pop in your head and you're like, why am I thinking about this? Like, wh- yeah. why is this going through my head? And you know, you never, you never want to think about that stuff. You never want to think about it when it comes to a family member, a mom, a dad, a, a wife, a child, um, you know, best friend and stuff like that. And, but w- what I see in this sort of stuff is this is a part of life. Right. Like my coworker, she lost her mom, uh, last year and it's hard. It's, it's a hard experience to undergo losing, especially a family member like that. And it's, it's something that, especially as an American culture, um, and heck you could say any culture, like they're not, we're not well equipped to handle death and no, no. And that's that's not to say that our you know infrastructure system is not well equipped. I mean, literally, as people, we are not equipped to handle death, especially sudden death, whatever it may be, whether it's an illness or an accident or something like mm-hmm. that. So, so seeing and, and hearing the writing that you had about David with this is just very indicative of sort of that human spirit, right? Like it's not easy (laughs) yes i mean going off that i was going to say based on based on the way it's the story's written and the way david reacts and his regret and you know his like his self-realization that maybe he took the time for granted despite having what 40 40 plus years you know we know that they at least lived in that home together for 40 years so they could they could have been married longer or whatever or shorter, I, I don't know, but they were at least together in that place for that long. Uh, I, I get the feeling that David, or excuse me, what Adeline lost her life suddenly. I don't know if it was an accident. I don't yeah. know if it was like a quick de- declining health, but kind of how you said, you know, no matter what, like de- of course, death, death is going to be sad, especially if it's like a family member, someone you care about. But, you know, at least with, you know, my mother, when, when I lost, when we lost, Pepper, uh, our grandfather, my, my grandfather, uh, her, her father, it was horrible, but 
we knew the time was coming. You know, when when once the decline right. started, it was sudden. Um, but you know, you know, Pepe was older. He was an older man. Um, did a lot in his life and raised many children. And you know, towards the end, he was on oxygen, and and, and he was on oxygen for as far as I remember. Uh, and so it, it was just, it was still going to be very hard, but you can almost argue that like you're welcoming, you know, the passing, like you, it is not, whether you want, whether your heart wants to or not, you're at least, it is coming towards you. You know, it's coming and it's just a, a piece of life. But uh, on the flip side of that, for the, for the very, very sudden dramatic, uh, dramatic as in you just had no idea it was coming. Those deaths can be, really freaking traumatizing so it goes from a, a trauma it goes from a excuse me like a a mourning a long period of mourning to a trauma you know like now you mm. now you're equipped with yeah. this you're given a trauma like that that is hard to so not only that not, not only did to go through the the regular mourning process you now have to try to overcome something that was you know heart wrenching you know what i mean literally so and, yeah. and that's kind of what i get from from david just based on you know he was walking every day and now he never walks, you know, he, um, had regrets about his, how he, I don't think he treated her poorly, but like, I mean, I, there's a lot of, a lot of me in here. And I mean, like mm. I, I'm a very unemotional person, um, when it comes to a lot of things, especially with like, you know, being, being, being in a relationship, I've always been very, mm. not like bushy gushy or kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, I, I know, like, I, I realize that that's, uh, that's not something, that's something I will, if it would all be over right now, I would take it for granted, like, the way I, yeah. so, so that's one of those things, just kind of remind myself, and, you know, everyone listening, if you got someone out there, whether it's a family member, or a, a spouse, or what what the heck have you, a good friend, you know, to try to, try to be a little bit more emotional, maybe, maybe get flowers yeah. every now and then, bring, bring home, yeah. come home with flowers, you know, but. And it's, it's interesting, because. I wonder if David took all that other stuff for the past 40 years for granted, right? Like, did he, did he take all those walks, you know, for granted, right? It's just something they did. And then one day they couldn't, you know what I mean? So that's, that's what I think often is like, am I, am I taking what I have right now for granted of, of what I may not have in the future? Whether that, again, whether that's a relationship or a thing, you know, whether it's the time, like I was talking about earlier with this stress and frustration that I had yeah. with, you know, with the little man, you know, I, I think I'm taking some of these days for granted, like that I will never get back yeah. ever again. Right. And, and producer wife was talking about something she heard on the radio and it, it was talking about living in the moment. Right. So like we can look back and say, Oh, you know, I really wish we could go back to that moment, whatever it was. And this father, this person was going through life. And then he, he kind of stepped back and was like, you know, they were, they were doing some fun. I think she, she said they were doing like a neighborhood nerf battle. Like that sounds awesome. First of all, I want to do that. Can't wait for those, those days coming up. But the, the guy, the gentleman stepped back and was like, whoa. Like, this is probably going to be one of those moments I look back on in 10 to 20 years and be like, I want to go back to that moment. Mm-hmm. And and it's hard to say, you know, because like there's 
the days go by, the hours go by, you know, things, weeks, months fly by years. And, and, you know, we can always say that we want to go back to this or that, but is there a point where we can step back and say, this is the moment or this is a moment that I am going to want to look back on. And yeah, I, I don't know where that fits into all this, but maybe it's just the idea of taking taking things for granted. And maybe maybe that's what David was doing, whether he was doing it purposefully or not. Um, but now having to deal with all this uh, grief and regret, maybe he should have um, taken advantage of those moments a little more. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, what you're saying is a good point. I I remember. That was like my wedding. Like I knew, I remember sitting there being like, wow, this is amazing. This is really cool. It's a really good time. This is going to be mm. one of those things that I want to internalize. And obviously I'm going to wish I could relive this moment. And I just really kind yeah. of internalize. And it made it for a better event, you know, obviously. Um, oh, for sure. But I've also, I also started doing that with, with the cats. Um, and I started doing this mm-hmm. before Zora passed away. Um, and honestly, it was actually for more, more so for Nimbus. Nimbus is, he was, say a year ago, he was like nine. I think he's like turning 10 this year. Um, and that's, he's still got a lot of life left, but you also never know. Um, but, you know, as, as he gets into the senior age of catdom, I, I remember quite often when uh, at night when I'm trying to go to bed and like he's kind of cuddling on my chest, I would always think like, I'd always put a lot of thought into that event. You know, even if it's every night, I always mm. think like, wow, this is something I really do enjoy. Like, I love this little guy. Like, all he knows is love and purring and being by your <laughs> side. And I was like, one day this will, one day he will die. One day this will not be a thing anymore. And yeah. it will be horrible. Um, so, and I, I'm, I, was, I remember thinking, I never want that to happen to be like, wow, I regret not. I feel like I took that, those days for granted. So, uh conversely i applied it to all the cats and it actually made you know zora's passing a little bit easier because uh, i do remember thinking like yeah this this could go at any point um definitely definitely happened a little sooner than i wanted to i, I remember saying yeah. man i wish i had one more night with her you know on my chest cause she would sleep on my chest every night as well um if it wasn't nimbus it would be her but yeah man it, it does go a long way it does go a long way if you're in a, a situation that you're enjoying to just to literally sit back and be like, wow, I don't want to take this for granted. And, and I really do feel like in the future, I'd be like, wow, I'm glad I put thought into that enjoyable event, if that makes sense. Instead of just letting right. it idly go by and be like, wow, it was great. And, you know, moving on. <laughs> um, so I don't know. But yeah, so so back to the story, though, I think uh, I think he had regret that he didn't do that. Um, but we we find with the meeting of Podrick and Podrick's interesting and, and peculiar pipe that there's almost like a new page or rather a new chapter starts so it seems like maybe mm. he was in this book and this there's this for four years this long chapter kept dragging out and it just was never ending and then i don't know like something happens this one day and you know new page is turned and it's just a new chapter and it's something completely new an, an event that wasn't supposed to happen you know the, the place was closed if it was open he would have gone in and left or if it was um, any other day, um, you know, there, there's, there's so many what ifs and there's the things, the stars aligned, I guess, for this one strange event to occur. Uh, and of course, 
at least nowadays, um, I would argue that folks are not super, not super, I don't want to say friendly, but interactive, uh, which mm. could be for the worst, could be for the it's the that, it's for the worst. No, it's I, I would agree. It, it's probably for the worst. Um, nowadays, like that interaction would probably never happen. Um, realistically, uh, however, yeah. which the point I'm trying to point, or the excuse me, the point I'm trying to create through the the writing was that him being foreign from a different country at different customs, like he doesn't know what is the most normal in the U.S. Um, so, I mean, whether they're in the United States or not, but that's mm. kind of how it was written. Um, so, so that's where, that's where he comes from Ireland. And he's like, Oh, let me just ask this guy to come with me. He knows the way, like it just makes sense to him. You know, the Irish people are very, a much more close knit than, than, than Americans are as a whole, I'd say, you know, everyone's pretty much related. You know, you got, if your, your neighbor is probably, you know, has some descent in your family. You know what I mean? Like it's a very small community. <laughs> and yeah, I, I thought it was, this would be a good character to just invite him outright. And uh, yeah, it, it worked out for the better for, for David, I believe in the very end. And what I see is, is great about this is you have the opportunity and however many more weeks or months from now to say, this is what David is now doing. Right. That's, that's what's great about, about these fables is like, we're writing them as we go. You know I know. What I mean? Yeah, I kind of want to keep going. I know. I'm. I'm with you. I. That's something I need to do more. Is is right. Like, just sit down, dude. I. I feel. Oh, I feel like I just haven't been able to shut my brain off. And to me, that's a that's a kind of shut my brain off thing. And just like, relax and write. And I don't know, man. I make all kinds of excuses. <laughs> I, I get it, man. I. I like getting starting. This was tough. I've been. I was really struggling to find a way to start this um and but once i did i just kept going i kept going obviously it was was pretty lengthy uh yeah. but it wasn't i didn't have to think i was just, I, my mind was just like just tell the mind my mind was telling me what was happening mm -hmm. and i was just oh. like my fingers were just kind of reporting ah. <laughs> exactly ah. <laughs> oh my gosh i can't stop <laughs> but that's good man right that's that's you have these ideas in your head and, and whether they point to something or it's, you know, just a story or whether it's uh, some other thing going on, you know, I, I started to go to counseling. I think I told you, but yeah, I'm going to counseling and uh, the counselors or whatever you want to call them is really focused on not necessarily what's going on right now, but like some of the how I came to be, what my story is. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that has allowed me to think a lot about these memories. Kind of what we were talking about earlier is like, whoa, all, all this stuff has gone on and it's kind of been in the recesses of my brains. And, yeah. uh, and it, it, he's focusing more on family and parents and upbringing and stuff like that. But all that being said is like, you know, we're, we're focused on David's story now, which is really cool. And, and uh, I'm, I am excited to see where this goes. The uh, you know, I'll bet it was a long story, but it was a great read. It was a great read, and I hope everyone listening enjoyed it as as much as I did. Yeah, I'd ask if you guys have any thoughts or your own extrapolations, your own thoughts on 
how things are in in the small world and what's going to come next or things that maybe you thought um maybe maybe you attributed something differently than we did or 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 what have you i'd love to hear everything you guys have to say about it uh and i don't know we get a little full discussion going either through email show at getpike.co or or in the discord or whatever uh but yeah this is this something that's kind of for all of us you know we write these as I mentioned just moments ago, I wrote the story not to be a definitive answer, uh, but instead just to have a discussion about. And uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think on, I don't know, what what kind of tobacco you know this guy would like or, or what what kind of tobacco you think Podrick was smoking. You know, he didn't say what the name was, True. but he said it was really good. And, you know, what 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 is sweet but has a rustic essence and, um, you know, is tasty enough to get a new guy to try it. But concerning he's an older guy, uh, David's an older dude, maybe he, you know, who smokes cigars. I don't know. It would just be a really cool and interesting conversation to have. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd ask you guys just to, to write into the show or, or, or find a way to reach out to us and, and, and give us your thoughts, man. Well, yeah, man, I, um, I really enjoyed reading this. It was, again, as I said, it was a long read. But, man, as, as I was reading it, I just wanted to keep going wanted to keep going and i am definitely looking forward to to what's to come for for david and uh maybe for podrick we'll see we'll see oh yeah yeah i don't know see if he's in the next one but um yeah again just reiterating everything adam said let us know your thoughts reach out to us on instagram and uh show at getpipe.co and we'll we'll continue david's story uh together Segments! Segments! Let's go! We got... How many do we got this week? We got two. We got two this week. We got a little this or that. And we got a little new one that I'm not going to say the name of yet. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But uh, let's get right into it. A little bit of, of this or that. This is our segment after our main series that we talk about submissions from the community where they ask whether we would do this or that, right? So we got two two options. Adam and I both choose one of the two options. This week, they're all pipe smoking related. You know, in previous weeks, we've had food related. We've had random related. And by that, I mean not related, just random things put together. But it's it's an opportunity to to dive a little deeper into our brains, you know, get get a, get some... Some more of who we are, you know, besides smoking pipes and producing and all that stuff. So without further ado, we got five today. First one is from our good friend, Captain Kirk 32. And I will reiterate, all these are from our awesome Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club Discord in the show notes. 
So Mr. Kirk asks, morning smoke or evening smoke? Morning. Dang. Well, you got your routine? You got your routine? I will say evening. I'm an evening guy. Not not necessarily a nightcap, but like now that it's fall weather out, dude. It's like... Yeah. Oh, but see... I use that exact same reasoning for why morning's badass. <laughs> like, yeah, morning, you know, it's now that it's autumn, it's know, cool. sitting out there, or cool morning with my coffee, get me up. Oh, man, it's quiet. That's what I really love. Just like the, the quiet, like the quiet, like decibel wise, I feel like night quiet and morning quiet are the same, but they're so different. You know what I mean? Mm. The morning quiet is no one else is awake. You know it. Like, especially yeah. if you're up early in the morning, you're like, oh, yeah. F- 4 a.m. when the Get By podcast drops. No, it's just. Yeah, like, no, exactly. You, you know, know like it, though. A couple birds, you know, singing quietly, you know, like getting warming up their voices. I don't know, man. It's I feel like the air, the crisp air, like sound travels differently through crisp air mm, than like it does. And like the. To me, like a foggy night. I don't know. I feel like night has like this foggy kind of. Yeah. But like feel. evening, evening air is like, eh, it's already been used, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I feel you, but I'm still, I'll still stick with the evening personally. You didn't convince me that much. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. All right. Next one from Krabby Piper, AKA Steve. He asks fruity aromatics or nutty or chocolatey aromatics good one nutty nutty chocolatey oh okay i'm gonna go uh, dang man we're kind of opposite today i'm gonna go fruity i'm still in the the cherries the i guess vanilla vanilla is is i guess vanilla is definitely nutty chocolatey it is yeah so so for fruity fruity the only good fruity aromatic is cherry that's fair that, that's kind of why i go nutty, nutty like which i love mm-hmm. i love good good cherry uh but like if you had yeah. you probably haven't had any of the oranges or the yeah no. what other ones dude the the discord has been bussing with was it uh frosty frosty mint yeah i, I haven't really mint. been reading it super well but i know there's <laughs> I, I do know that there's a great divide in the the pipe smoking community with, with, with minty tobacco but yeah I'll th- we'll hit on that another time but yeah we will i need to get some if anyone has some don't send me it because i'll just buy it it's like probably three dollars <laughs> three dollars yeah. for an ounce like an ounce <laughs> uh man but all right i i feel you though i'm i'm like i'm with you i'm still gonna stick with fruity because the the cherries and stuff so. they're good they're good all right. Um, from our good friend Russ, he asked, stained finish or natural finish? Uh, like, definitely def- stained. I mean, hmm. that's a, that encompasses the vast majority of pipes, so you got to go stained. However, I do, I do love a unstained, Excuse me, not an unstained, but a a pure briar bowl it, chamber. Mm. Uh, so this this this. Oh okay. Yeah, now because a lot of a lot of pipes will use like this black coating, which I don't know a ton about. I've looked up mm-hmm. looked it up many times. Uh, 
many, many artisans do it. Many factories do it. It's just some kind of coating in the bowl to assist with uh, the burn properties and the, the cake building and all that. I love the natural inner bowl. Oh, I love that. So I'm, I'm totally kind of the answer to your question is stained on the outside. But yeah, a good True. natural bowl inside natural in, inner chamber. Um, I will say, though, the I'm very interested in the, the Peterson. I think they're called the Peterson Barling, or excuse me, Peterson Barley spigots. It was a natural, mm. uh, natural rusticated or sandblasted piece with a spigot. Um, and those were really, really beautiful. But I don't know. I think natural pipes outside of the what is, what's the, the the Morgan bones like those are the first that come to mind. Nording's yeah. got a couple, um, but I don't know. They're eh. They're smokers. You smoke them, and I like the prettiness of a, a good stain. I agree. Yep, I think I'm a stained guy. Um, I think a stain can bring out a lot in the grain. Mm-hmm, I see it. Mm-hmm. I see. I mean, I see it just in like woodworking, right? Like we do any sort of woodworking project at home, whether it's like just a freaking shelf or whatever. And I mean, I'm talking with just a pine board. And the stain yeah. brings out brings out a lot, like a lot of the nuances. So, I would I would say the same. A, a nice stained, smooth grain. Oh man, you can't. That to me is just fire. Even though I like my um, my sandblasted uh, artisan I got, which is actually a natural finish. There's no stain on it, so I love it. But I do also love um, the stained staying smooth so all right next one from smoke baka aka don our good friend don he asks tamping while the pipe is in your mouth or taking the pipe out of your mouth to tamp it it's a it's kind of a nuanced one oh yes i i'm i'm big tamping while i'm smoking Mm, i'm big taking it out to tamp yeah that's how I it just, started. Yeah, I've done it while it's in. Uh, do I do it? Yeah, no, I guess I do it. I'm like trying to think of like the, the how I use it. Yeah, I guess while I'm clenching it, I do it. Because I, I like to puff while I mm, do it. And it's like you're yeah. free stoking your, your ash, your embers. That's something I don't do that maybe I should. It's like. While I'm tamping it, I'm not really smoking it. I'm tamping it, but I. It's but good to do now both. That you're, like now that you're saying it, I'm like, maybe that makes sense. Because yeah, I puff I, as I'm tamping to kind of like make mm-hmm. you know, that restricted oxygen as the the tamper covers the the tobacco. Um, yeah, it it really helps with the uh, the burn. Um, that said, I, very very ironically, today um, and yesterday, I've actually been working on as I was driving to work. I had to run into work today. I was tamping the the pipe uh, while, or excuse me, I was tamping it with with it in my hand, and I remember thinking, "Wow, this is something I never really do." But mm. I should probably incorporate a little bit more, just so you can tamp a little bit more accurately, if you may. Uh, so it's very coincidental, okay. I guess that uh that that question came up. But for the most part, yeah, I, I keep it in. All right, last one. <laughs> From our from our good friend Newport Hoodman three two three, formerly known as Neighborhood Man three two three. He asks, smoking a pipe in cold weather, or smoking a pipe in hot weather. Uh, 
cold weather, man. Dude, easy. That's so easy. Easy one. Smoke, dude. Smoking sucks when it's hot out. Oh, it sucks so like, bad. Like, I just, dude. I don't like it. Like, I don't like it. So, it's yeah. a lot of people will say you smoke a Virginia. A lot of guys smoke, like, Brian Levine's known for smoking only Virginias, pure Virginias in the summer when it's hot out. I, I don't know how that's, I mean, again, got to re- continue to fine tune my palate over the years, but I feel like it's so hot. And Virginia's just smoke hot anyway. Uh, and I was like, man, hot and hot don't work for me. So, no, but any yeah. kind of smoking in the heat, just not cool. I tried smoking a cigar at work uh, in, El- in in New Mexico outside. Oh, it was, did, you got so sick, hot. right? Yeah. It was oh, no. That was, that was oh, on one of your other ones. That was a different one, yeah. It was actually kind of yeah, cool yeah. when we smoked that one. But I don't know. There's something about the cool embrace of the weather and then, you know, having yeah. a, a smoking pipe just... Well, I'm I'm in the same way. Hot things should go with cold weather, and cold things should go with hot weather. Like yeah. in the summer, while I've been at work, I pretty much exclusively drink cold coffee, like cold brew, or if they don't have cold brew, put ice in my hot coffee because mm-hmm. it's just I'll sweat. Otherwise, same with smoking a pipe. But now that we're now that we're in cold weather, man, it is October ninth. Yeah. I can't wait to put on the hoodie, man. Just go outside, a little chill. Little chill. Little fire going on, you know, whatever it is. Dude, especially coming to Carolina in the winter. It's it doesn't get it it can get cold down there. Yeah, it'll get it'll get it'll get nice enough to put on a hoodie and you can put a fire on. Yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. I'm hyped for you, man. Like Yeah, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be big for uh, my pipe smoking, you know, journey. The journey. Heck yeah, man. But that is all of our this or that's for this week. Send your this or that topics to the Discord link in the show notes. We have a specific little channel thing for this or that submissions. Or if you don't feel inclined to join, send them to show at getpipe.co or even our Instagrams. Reach out to us. Let us know. We, We appreciate it either way. But that leads us to our second segment to today that has been unnamed as of this far because it's a new one it's a new segment we got we got a new segment called pipe down because that's what i'm going to say to adam after he's done talking because <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a little uh i don't want to say it's a rant but it's it's a it's a heartfelt discussion about a topic he is passionate about in a way. So I will pipe down myself and I will, you know, let Adam talk about what he's talking about today. Maybe give a little more background on exactly his, his view of what, what pipe down is going to be as well. Yeah. So we've always wanted to do some kind of (laughs) <laughs> uh, what what's fun man the hot hot takes are fun hot, hot takes, takes are interesting are they're they're hot you know what i mean they're they're hot so we i always appreciated uh on pipes mag brian's uh rant section uh so if you're not familiar typically every every now and then probably every couple times a month maybe three like more 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 episodes than not typically have some form of a rant and their rant segment is just brian ranting about something Someone or something that's wronged him in, in the week, in the week leading up to recording. Um, it, it could be literally anything. Maybe it's someone not putting their shopping cart back or 
or what have you or yeah, something being sold out or not, get, not getting delivered on time. I don't know. So I was thinking, well, since we have so since we have a myriad of segments out there. Um, cheers. Cheers. And I was like, we could we could impl- implement one that will pro- predominantly be focused on something pipe smoky or tobacco or, you know, whatever the sphere entails. So uh, this one's not going to be super heated and i'm sure there will be heated ones in the future as they come across but i I wanted to talk about uh selling and reselling and purchasing and discussing um pipes and tobaccos on like the aftermarket uh platforms if if that makes sense so a lot of you are familiar at least on, on at least the galactic get pipe pipe club i had been trying to sell off some uh, some old tins uh, that I had. I, I bought a huge lot of of tobacco tins a long time ago, several years ago, and uh, I still had some left, and I wanted to keep a bunch. Uh, but for for as of the ca- past month, I've been trying to let go of s- some that I just knew I would never smoke, and they command some pretty significant prices, you know. And that's whether that's something I love or not, uh, it's just the truth. Um, and of course, as I'm saving up for the Vegas pipe show, I wanted to get as much money as possible. So I'm trying to like balance being like, hey, I would never pay for this. I've never paid this much money for what I'm going to ask you. But I know you or at least someone in the next week will pay for it. So I don't know the market, the market provides, you know what I mean? So sorry, sue me. But I haven't really had a problem with that. But today I posted two tins. Uh, Two tins are um, actually the NASPC. a tobacco that was blended through McClelland uh, back in you know, the early early nineties to the late two thousands. Uh, the, the the two blends were Jubilee and Dulcet, and one of them I think it was the Jubilee or excuse me the Dulcet. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Dulcet, Dulcet. What does that mean? Isn't that like a piano thing or something? Dulcet. Dulcet. Yeah. Dulce. What is that? D U L C E. T. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. I think I'll it's producer, like a music. I'll producer guy while you're talking. Yeah, look it up. Look it up. Everyone's like, wow, this guy's really stupid. He's stupid. They stupid, stupid. Um, so anyway, I have a tin of that from 1993. That is 30 years old in like two months, three months from now. You know and I mean, that that's that's old. That's some old tobacco. And that is yeah. what is it? What is it? Oh, um, it says Delset is the pronunciation and it says sweet and soothing especially of a sound okay that's where the sound okay yeah so it's it's close so delset yes i think it's got a d upside down e l s upside down e t (laughs) i think it's click the the, i am i am ready wait here we here we go can i hear it hey i was right Del- Delset. You said Delset, but okay. Wait, 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 wait. Delset. Oh, it's just saying set now. So, yes, you were right. Anyway, Dulcet. Whatever, whatever, the music thing. Tin, 1993, it's a Virginia tobacco. 30 years age is, is freaking unheard of. Um, it is only a 50 gram tin. Um, I didn't, I had, a num- I had a figure in my head that was over $100. And that might be crazy to some of you. That said, I always reason that that's legitimate, like, like that's a, a appropriate price because 
in Washington state, a 50 gram tin of a tobacco that came out last week is like $45. So, which is also insane, but that's kind of like, that's just with taxes. So for, for you to get a, a completely tax free, just shipped right to your house, hundred bucks for a 30 year old Virginia. That's you can't even get anymore. I feel like that's not, not crazy. Anyway, I didn't ask for any price on it. So someone, someone saw this post and he goes, Hey, and this isn't a why are you the way that you are. This is this, that's that's why we're going into rant zone right now. We're we're, we're going into going into pipe down. So so he says, hey, uh, you should either smoke it or sell it. And whenever you post on any of these pages, like uh, PM or discuss or something, it, it's implying that you're trying to get rid of it and, and have a, a sale. But you can't use like you can't say, hey, this is for sale on Facebook because it's kind of against their code or whatever. Um, so the idea is you say, hey, let's discuss it. And then off of Facebook, you're not making a transaction. You are now talking about it. And then if you decide to part with it for a sum of money, that's that's for, that's free for you to do on your own private uh, inner inner communication yes. platform, whatever the heck it is. So anyway, so this guy comments, uh, sell it or smoke it. And I said, looking to not smoke it to imply sell. And then he says, Send me a PM. That's a personal message, right? So he's very much like, <laughs> this guy's very much like telling me what to do. And I don't like that. But I'm like, okay, whatever. Normally, if you want it, you could <laughs> message me. That's the whole point. Like, I'm producing the thing. If you want it, reach out. Um, so I said, hey, man, like, uh, are you interested in one of the tins? Or I said, which of the tins are you interested in? There's only two. And he responds, all. End. <laughs> End of that message, all. I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, what are you thinking? I'm, I'm kind of open to offers. $35 shipped each tin. You, no, $35 you ship. And I was like, <laughs> wow. This guy's like big on demands right now. Also, no. $35? I can literally go to the store and get a tin of Escudo for more than that. Like a, a tin of Escudo would cost me more dollars than this 30-year-old Virginia that will never be sold again. Uh, and, and I don't know, man. Just the way he like approached it is what I didn't like. So if you're not comfortable paying, you know, hundreds of dollars for tobacco, that's fine. You get to say, yeah, that's wait, like I don't know. But the way he approached it, I was like, yeah, man, I I, I was right. nice. I was like, that's much lower than I was expecting. So hope you have a good day. And then he was just like, I'm a wholesaler, so I need to make a margin, and retail is fifty. <laughs> And I was like, what? It's like, first of what all, I'm selling two tins. So what do you mean wholesale? What do you whole whole purchasing two of my tins? <laughs> and there is no retail because retail was 1993 and the tobacco no longer exists. So the retail value doesn't exist. And it's definitely not 50. You know, that, that's that's five dollars short of my Washington 50 gram tin of Escudo. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not letting this thing go for $50. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know that it, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And, and I guess my point is whenever someone says, um, a, a figure that I'm not comfortable with purchasing, I, I try to be, sometimes I can get really pissed off. Cause if it's like, you know, frog Morton, frog Morton on tin bids right now, uh, there's eight, tin, eight unopened frog Morton seller tins at a hundred grams, uh, for sale for 600 bucks, excuse me, the bid is at 600. That's fair. That's 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 very very fair. Um, mm -hmm. I would say each one of those is probably worth like one fifteen, 
I think that I could probably, if I had those, I could probably get 115 out of them pretty easily. Um, so 115 times one, two, three, four, five. wait, it says a lot of eight. Oh gosh. Yeah. So that, that, that's going to be an expensive lot, but, but some people will be like, oh, $200 for this 110. And I'm like, okay, that is ridiculous. You know what I mean? And, and I want to get like all grumpy about it, but again, someone will probably buy it. So I don't know. Same with the esoterica stuff. Uh, some mm, of those, some of those true. tobaccos go for like stupid, crazy money, and that also makes me angry and and pisses me off. But I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, just just be nice, you know. Just don't don't come at me, don't come at me with demands, you know. If you want to have a, a conversation, I'm not going to pay a dollar over fifty. Fine, sure, go ahead. I won't sell it to you, but whatever. But I don't know. It was, I just got rubbed the wrong way when he was like thirty five dollars each. You ship, like I don't know. Tell me what to do, man. <laughs> and also, no. Well, Adam, all I have to say to that is pipe down. pleasure to listen to i'm going to go back and listen to it because it's like it's weird because i read it but like i also want to listen to it i don't know it's is that it was weird? very enjoyable to listen to yeah no it was yeah. it was yeah and plus like, as you're reading you're you're understanding but you're not internalizing as much yeah so. i agree sometimes i forget it's like us you know what i mean like it's just like I'm like oh these two dudes, it's either when it's uh, when I'm editing it or whatever. I don't know. It's funny where can I, people I, where can people find it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say whenever I listen to the show, it, it depends on the mood I'm in. If if there's some episodes that like I'm not super hyped to listen to, maybe because yeah. like I just the way we present, like I know that's because I wrote it or read it or, or said it, it, I, I won't get much out of it. But like, for example, the, the down the rabbit bowls are always really good replay value for me. Oh, it's yeah, a new yeah. person in the mix. And, um, but even the, even the ones like that, like I'm, I'm gonna be excited to listen to this one since, you know, it was mostly you reading a story. Um, but I always think, uh, there's, there's parts where I'll say something and then I'll think in my brain as I'm driving and listening, I'm like, Oh, wow. Like I, I, and then I fall, I continue the thought in my head and then I hear myself say what I was just mm. thinking. So I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Cause it's, it's, it's in me, but <laughs> it, it's just, it's very, it's very peculiar, man. It's a very interesting thing where I'm like, oh, this, is, oh, that makes sense. I would say this next. And then I say that next. It's, I don't know, like, oh, I'm a mind reader. Or you just remember that you had said it while you were, while we were I, I do feel like it's not, a, it's not like, oh, I remember saying this. I think it's always. Mm. I would say this next and then that's the thought, yeah. you know what I mean? Especially especially with the little like idiosyncrasies I have where 
I'm trying to think of a good example, but I'll say something. Uh, and then I, uh, outside of that, outside of that, like the way, <laughs> I, the way I phrase things, uh, I have a habit of saying a specific phrase and then a, a follow on phrase to, to connect the two or whatever. Mm, so. If you may. Exactly. No, no, literally. I say that a lot. I don't know. Oh man. But what's your, what's your premier content? <laughs> Dude. Premier content, youtube.com slash get piped. Okay. One of the premierest places for pipe smoking content on the interwebs. Probably, man, hot take, the, the premier. It's a hot take, but it might be. It's Depends take. on what your definition of premier is, but mine's... That's fair. In yeah, terms of like, cinematically? Yes, yeah. 100%, hands down. Yeah. Hands premier, down. cinematic premiere youtube.com slash get piped uh more episodes coming we got two coming out this month uh, that i'm working on right now uh should be really fun and then of course in november there's gonna be some some good stuff especially Ooh. with the the, the the conclusion of the vegas yeah. pipe show we're gonna have a pretty intricate episode on that and it's gonna be an True. incredible experience for you especially all the listeners because you've been listening to you know what what's this episode 40 39 you're on episode 39 right now by the time the the Vegas Pipe Show YouTube video comes out, you'll you'll be able to see some Nick. You'll you'll be able to see some producer wife. Sure. You'll be able to see some get wife. Like you're gonna see all of us together. It's gonna be a really cool thing for the first time ever. It'll be, it'll yeah, be the first time we're and together in it. Actually, there's a couple the early videos. There's a couple shots of us, but you we the podcast didn't even start yet. Yeah, we, we I had some videos of um. Yeah, uh, you never posted them, man. Oh man! I don't. Not. I've never. I haven't even seen that footage because you took all those videos of. Um, remember, like the beard oil stuff. Yeah. No, I have it all still. I've never. I've never seen that. I think I've asked like I don't know five, six, ten times. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, outside of that, you can find us on Instagram at get underscore piped, and if you follow me, make sure you follow my right hand man, the producer guy at gpp underscore producer guy. Vero and Discord is Jeep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Vero is the. No, you're uh, not. No, you're not. I'm kind of not. I got. Kinda I've been not. so lazy with Vero. So lazy, man. But I'm gonna keep plugging it until I don't. Until I don't, we're going to. Vero is so, at 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 get piped and at producer guy. Um, but Discord is is the is the best place, man. It's the the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. If you want to join, but if you don't want to join, you know what. Who cares? You don't have to. Send me an email, and then we'll just we'll chat through email. True. And while you're at it, if you're going to chat through email, send us your pipe dreams, pipe nightmares, anecdotal, one smoke ring to rule them all, all the topics that we have, all the series, we would love your recommendations. Some are more so just recommendations than actual submissions, but other, others are submissions. Um, send them our way, whatever. Heck, send submissions for non-submissions and we just won't put them in the podcast, but we'll appreciate them because we appreciate you. And you know what? We're, we're upfront and honest with you. So that's, that's how it is on the Get Pie podcast. Um, while you're at it, because you got to email us from a device, whether it's a computer or a laptop or a ipad or an iphone or an android phone or whatever give us a rating give us a review 
on your podcast apps because we appreciate it. Dude, we're, we're closing in on that 100 review on Spotify. Are so we? if you listen, if you listen on Spotify, as of recording at this moment, it is October 9th at 9.15. We are at 75 reviews on Spotify. Get us to 100. We want we want that 100. Why? I don't know. It's just a it's just it's a cool. That's that's a cool number. So if you're listening on Spotify, get us there. If you're listening on that Apple Podcasts, you know what? Get us to that 50. We're at 41 right now. You know what I mean? Get us to that 50. Let us know how we're doing because you can also review on Apple Podcasts. And we appreciate it. And just as we've talked about in previous weeks, if you if if all of the pipe smoking podcasts start getting good reviews, I I think the algorithm will start getting broken, man. Like we'll start popping up in places that maybe we shouldn't be popping up in a good way on people's feeds, on recommended mm-hmm. stuff like that. So subscribe as well, follow us on your apps, whatever they are, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Apple. Because it, it helps you get notified at 4 a.m. 0400 in the morning. Because that's what we do. We're up We're up before everyone else. We, we, we embrace a little Jocko Willink every now and then. A little good. Oh, you know, alarm didn't go off. Good. More time to sleep. Oh, broke your leg. Good. More time to read. Oh, you're like David and you're... I'm not even going to say it, but um, yeah, that's why you subscribe and follow us. And lastly, share with any and all pipe smokers of every age or non-pipe smokers, just people who enjoy good, good reading to good fable, good fantasy topic. Share with them, but, but not just the men, not just the men, but the woman and the children too. Because they need to hear the Get Pipe podcast, especially infants. Is it, yeah, you know, well, put it you on your put it put on it the on belly. Your, the belly. I was, I was gonna say, put headphones on the belly of your pregnant wife, so she that that little baby can hear the voices of us. All right, I'm gonna stop talking. He's gonna come out and well, man, friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a backwards hat on. I'm just like what? I don't have a backwards well, hat on. I have a forward hat on. He's smoking a pipe. There we go. Um, he's like he's got his umbilical cord in his mouth. He's just okay. Like, no, <laughs> stop. All right, Adam, Mister Mister Get Pipe, sir. Are you ready? Are you ready for your the thirty ninth wise words of wisdom, <laughs> or however many we've done? Uh there's your answer, folks. He was not ready. I was not ready. Uh, but he will be, man. He will be. You when? About five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Hey, man. I don't know. I kind of wanted to go on... Last week we talked about, or or maybe it was the week prior, but we talked about the confidence, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week I want to talk about 
deliberate confidence <laughs> deliberate deliberate deliberance being deliberate being deliberate there we go deliberation <laughs> being deliberate so the past week i have been smoking i have i have a lot of tobacco i get a lot of tobacco tins and then i smoke a couple you know pipes worth and then i'm like okay next tin next tin. i'm always kind of chasing the next one and while i certainly have my favorite blends i do think there's some important there's there's an important aspect of of just being deliberate. So this past week I've been extremely deliberate, and that's particularly with uh, the the Country Squire blends. I got several of them over the past uh, we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and I've been making my way through those blends. And moreover, I've been kind of smoking one to two specifically, and and trying not to to go through each one so a few weeks ago i also mentioned where i was doing the same thing kind of with the lj peretti blends and i was kind of making some notes on the ones i liked but i was going back and forth each day i was like okay let's try this one okay next day i'll try this one well i've I've tried keeping that same deliberate approach but you know adding some more deliberate emphasis on it this time i'm again smoking almost one completely towards the end Uh, and then if i get really smoked with quote smoked with uh the flavor I'll, i'll change it up but uh, to to sum up, I've been smoking angry angry Cornishman, Cornishman, mm-hmm. and I think uh, PS PS blend PS Treasure Island or something. P, there there's a couple. Mm-hmm. There's one aromatic. Yeah. I think it's called PS blend. Uh, so I got my aromatic, and then I got my uh, my two angry my angry Cornishman, my angry Cornishman. But dude, very good, very good tobacco, and mm-hmm. I. I'm still learning more about them each time I smoke them. So, but I am quick to judge, man. The first, the first bowl of, I tried the treasure, one, one blend called treasure Island. I, I tried that, didn't like it. So I was like, okay, let me just, let me just crush these two or these three products first and then I'll come back to it. But yeah, I think there's something good about being deliberate and selecting a tobacco and uh, I'm trying my best not to purchase anymore, not to open any more tins, not to bring my big magical bag of, you know, dozens of tins to rummage through every morning. You no, know, instead I'm like, you know what? We're doing another, we're doing another bowl full of angry cornishmen. I'm going to crush it. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll move on from there once it's empty. But yeah, that one is, oh, dude, that one is one of my rising favorite blends right now. Very, very good. But yeah, I don't know. I think uh, if you guys are having that problem where you have a ton of tobacco, just really focus on one. You know, it's for me, it's very rare to empty a tin, you know, like throw a tin away because it's empty. Uh, it's just because there are always it's always a few bowls here, a few bowls there, but it is kind of gratifying when you're like, oh, there's no more. I smoked all of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. So that's my goal right now, at least up until Vegas. Uh, and I probably won't purchase any tobacco there. Just more of a pipe guy when it comes to shows, but we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, you will also see, and you'll see us next week come Thursday where we got a really, really awesome episode oh, for you. And, and I'm super excited about it. But also... That Thursday, as as it's live, we'll be we'll be in the heart of it. We'll be we'll yeah. be in the heart of Vegas. But uh, we got a little well, episode. Hopefully, I was gonna say we'll hopefully be up and at them, getting a quick workout in before we have our first full day in Vegas. Yeah, oh, and then we can listen to it yeah. together the, on our way. Yeah, to the, the three minute walk to the show. Four. <laughs> we just do Not that nine hundred times, and then we'll finally get to the end of our long-winded podcast. But there you go. now, I appreciate you guys for getting to the end of this long-winded podcast. 
I really do appreciate it because you have all just been piped. And until the next piping, we are out. <laughs>